You're listening to the Bible in Real Life podcast with Lee Fulford, where questions about the Bible meet real life. Hello, hello, hello. This is Lee Fuller, and you're listening to the Bible in Real Life podcast. Thank you for um, joining with us today. And we're starting this new um, series of podcasts where we're going to be discussing family, aspects of the family, members of the family, how to pray for certain people within the family. And um, today, I want to focus a little bit, actually today's focus is going to be about mother's prayers, right? Um, In the family, we're going to be talking, today we're going to be talking about uh, particular prayers that a mother can pray for her children. You know, in the U.S., uh, every year Mother's Day comes around and Mother's Day is always celebrated, right? Who doesn't love mama, right? For for those of you like me, I love me some mama, right? And I'm mama's number one baby boy. Yes, I am. <laughs> but I... Uh, uh, today, I want to talk about mothers um, praying for their children, right? So uh, welcome to the podcast. If you're not following us on social, make sure you're, uh, we're on TikTok, uh, Bible in Real Life. What is it? Uh, Instagram, Bible in Real Life, Facebook, Bible in Real Life. So you'll see uh, some posts as we are going through the Bible each and every weekday. We're posting something um and so if you want to be encouraged, if you want to fill your, your social media feed with some goodness, then uh, make sure you subscribe to the Bible in Real Life on the social channels, right? But with that said, today I want to get into um, uh, mothers. So as I look through scripture, I see very different scenarios Um with with mothers right now we know in order to be a mother obviously a mother has children right um and we see in scripture that sometime there were mothers that um it was a little hard for them to conceive right and i want to be very sensitive to those those uh women that desire to be mothers and are having a hard time conceiving or uh, just are walking through this this journey to motherhood. And I want to encourage you that even in the Bible, there were many women that um, it took a while for them to conceive, right? Um, The story of Sarah, right? So much so, um, Sarah, uh, when the Sarah I'm talking about, is Abraham's wife, right? So God promises Abraham, you'll be the father of many nations, right? But Abraham doesn't have children. Sarah doesn't have a child. We see Sarah tries to do various different things to give Abraham a child, right? She uh, allowed him to, she gave him Hagar, her handmaid. Hey, maybe we'll have a child through her, right? Um, but the Bible reminds her that she was going to be the mother of the child. And what I want to do now is kind of share, I love this story in Genesis 
chapter 21, I believe, Genesis chapter 21, verses 6 and 7, where it says, uh, Sarah, wait, 21, 6 and 7. And Sarah said, God has made laughter for me. Everyone who hears will laugh over me. And she said, who would have said to Abraham that Sarah would nurse children? Yet I have borne him at this old age, right? And I just want to remind um, those out there that may be praying for children. Sarah was older, but because God had promised Abraham a child, and Sarah even laughed. Sarah even uh, gave the handmaiden and all these uh, devices trying to figure it out. But when God gave it to her, she said, this is going to be a good story. This is going to cause people to laugh because even me, old Sarah, was nursing children. And uh, I can see the joy and I can almost picture the excitement and the laughter that was in the house after so long of trying to have a child when God um, actually uh, answered that prayer. So I just want to encourage those that are looking and desiring to be mothers, um, that there is hope um, because God had a tendency of, of answering those prayers. Now, I wanted to also uh, talk about some of the blessing of motherhood, right? So if I go to Psalms, Psalm chapter uh, 127, 127 verse 3, right? Psalms 127 verse 3. Here's what the Bible here's what the Bible says. The Bible says, Behold, children are a heritage of the Lord. The fruit of the womb is a reward. So I want to just let the parents know that um, there's a special place for parents. There's a special place for mothers. And mothers also have this amazing responsibility and the opportunity to pray for their children, right? So today I wanted to go over some prayers um, and give mothers certain things that they can pray for uh, for their children. So first, I want to pray for, or um, one of the things that a mom can pray for is the salvation of their child, right? You can pray for the salvation of your child. Um, 2 Peter 3 9. 2 Peter 3 9 says, uh, let me pull it up. 2 Peter 3 9. Um, the Lord is not slow to fulfill his promises as some count slowness, but is patient toward you, not wishing that any should perish, but that all should reach repentance. Okay. So as you're praying, mom, you can um, pray, Lord, I know that it's, uh, you're not willing that any should perish, but that all should suffer repentance. And I pray that little, that my child will call upon the Lord and repent, right? To come in line with the will that you have for their life, right? So uh, as you have these verses, write them down because it'll help you to see um, verses that you can pray for your children. Another one is Isaiah chapter 26, verses three and four. The Bible says, you will keep in perfect peace those whose mind are steadfast or stayed on you. Trust in the Lord forever, 
for the Lord, um, the Lord himself is an eternal rock or the rock eternal, right? So it's important that we pray for our children's salvation. The Bible says, um, those that call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. And um, this is something as parents, not just mothers, but parents um, should be doing for those uh, wayward children, right? I am a recipient of a mother that continued to pray for their children. You, uh, if you've been saved, you may be the recipient of a mother or a grandmother, you know, or someone in your family that continued to pray for you. And as a mother, uh, it's important that we also pray for our children. Uh, other things that we can pray for is, and I know if you're like me, we pray for this hedge of protection and we pray for the safety of our children. There's a couple Psalms that you can lean on as you're praying for your children. Um, Psalms 121, Psalms 121 verses one through four. I lift my eyes to the hills from which does my help come. My help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. He will not let your foot be moved. He who keeps you will not slumber. Behold, he who keeps Israel will neither slumber nor sleep, right? And I know <clears throat> sometimes parents are up, particularly mothers are up, um, worrying about their children. Lord, cover my child, pray for my child. Well, what we can do is we can place them in the hands of God because the Bible says that God does not slumber or sleep. So he is always up. He's always awake and we, he, we can pray that he continues to watch for our children and cover our children. Um, uh, Job. So we pray for this hedge of protection many times because of this concept that we see in Job chapter one, Job cap chapter one, verse 10. And it lets us know that God can protect and put a hedge around their children, right? Around us. So in Job chapter one, verse 10, it says, um, Satan is talking to God and Satan says, have you not put a hedge around him and his house and all that he has on every side? You have blessed the work of his hands and his possessions have increased in the land, right? So Satan says, <clears throat> Lord, you have placed a hedge around them and you're protecting them. So when we're praying for our loved ones, when we're praying for our children, we can say, Lord, like you did, Job, please place your hand of protection around my children as they are traveling to school, as they're at the schoolyard, as we are traveling as a family. Lord, I pray that you will protect them just like you did Job. See, one thing we want parents to understand is, our mothers to understand is we can pray the scriptures. We can um, see that these are concepts or these are things that God has in store for his people. So when we pray for it, we're lining up 
with what God already has um, said in his word, right? And when you line up with the will of God, when you're praying the same thing that God desires, then uh, he is more willing to answer because we are lining up with his revealed word. Uh, the Bible says in Psalms 118, Psalms 118, and I like showing these scriptures so that you can, you can see Psalms 118.2. The Bible says, and I know I got this one highlighted in mind because this is one. The Lord is my rock and my fortress, my deliverer, my God, my rock in whom I take refuge, my shield, the horn of my salvation, my stronghold. I called upon the Lord who is worthy to be praised and I'm saved from my enemies. So when you're praying for protection for your child, pray, Lord, be the rock, be that fortress, be that deliverer for my child in areas or situations. I'm not always there, God, but I know you are there and you can deliver. Um, you be that shield for my loved ones, right? And for my children. I know in this time, there is a lot of things that can happen. Um, I remember cautious, being very cautious when when uh, the children want to go outside and play, right? And it's like, Lord, place a hedge of protection around them. Lord, be that fortress, be that protection, be that shield, right? Um, as parents, we can also pray, or mothers, uh, we can also pray for wisdom, right? Uh, well, first, let's go to, Lord, we can, all right, Lord, uh, parents, we can also pray for our children's friends, right? So, and I thought this was interesting prayer. We see this in Proverbs chapter, um, Proverbs chapter 18, all right? Uh, and I know many of us will want this prayer for our children. Proverbs 18, 24. Proverbs 18, 24 says, A man, so 18, 24, A man of many companions may come to ruin, but there is a friend who sticks closer than a brother. Right? Um, so, Lord, give our children the right friends. Lord, don't allow them to connect themselves with those that will lead to ruin. But Lord, give them friends that would be close friends, those that would stick closer than a brother, friends that will treat them like their own family, right? Uh, better than their own family so that they can have these relationships um, with their friends, friends that will encourage them, friends that will help them, right? So as we're praying, Lord, pray that our children will have these close friends, not ones that lead to destruction, but those that um, will be a help to them. Ecclesiastes chapter four. And I thought this was also a good, um, a good prayer for our family. Uh, Ecclesiastes 4, 9, right? Hopefully I'm giving you tools to, for how to pray 
for your children. Ecclesiastes 4, 9. Bible says two are better than one because they have a good reward for their toil. For if they fall, one will lift up his fellow. But woe to him who is alone when he falls and has not another to lift him up. Again, if two lie together, they keep warm. But uh, how can one keep warm, right? So uh, in this prayer or in this teaching, the Bible says two is better than one, right? And that those two, you want those friends, you want your children to have those friends that will lift them up. You want those children that have those friends that can, they can work together and accomplish great things. They can uh, be an example to their friends, right? And if one gets down or distressed or worried or falls down or needs help studying or whatever, Lord, surround them with friends that can lift them up, okay? These are things that you can pray for your children. So we pray for the children's friends. You know, um, we should also pray for good character, right? So as we're praying for protection for our friends, as we're praying for um, that they will, uh, for protection for our children, we can also pray that our children would have good character. Psalms, um, Psalm 119, Psalms 119.11 says, here, let me pull it up. Psalms 119.11 says, I have stored up your word in my heart that I might not sin against you, right? Blessed are you, O Lord, teach me your statutes. With my lips, I will declare all the ruins. With my lips, I will declare all the rules of your mouth. And in this, in this prayer, it's for good character. Oh, let me come back to me. This prayer is for good character. And that is um, that we would learn your word, Lord. Help my children to get into your word because I know that if they're in your word, then they will have, um, uh, they won't sin against you, right? So I pray for children's Bible teachers. I pray for uh, those that also speak in their life and share the word with them because we know that it's the word of God that keeps them from sinning against God. Again, uh, more of a shorter episode today. I just want to remind parents that we have a duty, particularly mothers, to pray for their children. Pray that there's pre peace in the hearts and minds of our children. Bible says in John 14, Jesus said, my peace I leave with you. Not as the world giveth, I give it, right? And I know so many times both of us need that peace. As parents, we need the peace that God gives, but also we want our children to have that peace. The Bible says, be anxious for nothing, but everything through prayer and supplication, let your requests be made known unto God. So Lord, give us that peace as we are praying for our children. Help us not to be so anxious, realizing that we have covered them in prayer, right? In the natural, we do all these things to make sure that they're ready. 
to protect him, to make sure they're ready to go out into the world. Well, mothers, as um, as parents and mothers, we should also cover them and provide for them spiritually by praying for them. And in doing this, this allows us not to be anxious um, because we've taken it to God. We've taken our request to God. The, God. the Bible says, cast your cares on him for he careth for us. And as we cast our cares for our children on God, God gives us his peace, right? Um, the other thing that I want to mention real quick before we go is in Hebrews. Um, Hebrews... Let's go Hebrews chapter 4, verse 16. Hebrews 4. Uh, I'm giving you scripture. You know, as we discuss the Bible in real life, one of the things that my mom gave me was scripture. She gave me a biblical mindset, a biblical framework. And as parents and mothers, this is something you can pass on. Right, the faith that you have, the biblical knowledge, the biblical information that you have, you can pass these on to your children. And as you pass these things on to your children, then they can pass it on to their children. So, in essence, this podcast is a result of the prayers that my mom prayed, and realistically, the prayers that my grandmother prayed. Because my grandma was a praying mom, praying woman. My mom was a praying woman. I've become a praying husband. My wife is a praying woman. You know, uh, I'm going to be honest with you. Um, the prayer of mothers is very powerful. Sometimes I'll see my wife praying for uh, my daughters, praying for the children. And... It caused me to say, hey, perhaps I need to be a bit more intentional in praying for my children. You know, I know the heart of a mother uh, is on the, the, um, the children are on the mind of the mother, right? And when she can take things into prayer, when she continues to ask God uh, for uh, various things for her children, we see that that God hears them, uh, and they can be an encouragement to each of us. So I want to close with Hebrews chapter four, verse sixteen. Hebrews four sixteen says this: "Let us then, with confidence, draw near to the throne of grace, that me we may receive mercy and find grace to help in time of need." Mothers, <clears throat> there is grace for you. Some of us may, may feel like perhaps I haven't been the best mother, right? Or the best parent, right? Uh, some may feel that, hey, I've, I'm doing my best, but I'm tired. I'm doing my best, but um, I need help, right? The Bible says when we have these ideas, when we have these feelings, then we should um, draw near to God because there is grace to help in the time of 
need. This is Lee Fuller. Listen to, uh, thank you for listening to Bible in Real Life. Understand that mothers have a unique responsibility and God's desire is to answer your prayers. So when we line up with God's word, we can accomplish and we can see God moving in the life of our children. Okay, mothers, I've given you some verses to pray for protection for your child, for direction for your child, for your child's salvation, and that your God, your child will have friends. Um, we pray that you will have peace and that God will give you grace as you're a mother to your children. All right. Um, this has been the Bible in Real Life. If you like the episode, share it with a mother that may need encouragement. And we'll talk to you next time. All right. Bye-bye, everybody.